0: Hi, I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installment of Throwback Thursday. Benz-Jones, that's without a hyphen, and what's in a name? The term Benz-Jones protein is recognized today as the light chain protein excreted by patients with multiple myeloma either kappa or lambda light chain, plasma cell dyscrasia. As noted in other podcasts, it is Stigler who suggests that the eponym name of the person who the disease is attributed to is often not the first person to describe that entity or lesion, but is usually an associate or student or somebody who comes later. That is the case with Dr. Henry Bence jones J.F. Heller in 1846 was the first, I believe, to describe a protein in the urine that precipitated when warmed a bit above 50 degrees centigrade and then disappeared on further heating. Heller did not recognize the precipitation of the protein when the urine was cooled, and it is almost certain that this is what we now call Bence Jones or light chain protein. However, the place of this weird acting protein was recognized by Bence Jones in the diagnosis of multiple myeloma. He wrote, quote, I need hardly remark on the importance of seeing for this oxide of albumin in other cases of molytes osseum. This story starts with Thomas Alexander McBean, a 38 year old grocer in London. While on vacation in Scotland in 1844, he suddenly developed chest pain after leaping over an underground cavern. I guess we shouldn't do that. McBean was said to be a man of, quote, temperate habits and exemplary conduct. End of quote. Documented the pain as if something had snapped or given away within the chest, he says. A number of traditional treatments at that time were tried, including blistering, leeches, and cupping. Although some of the pain resolved, McBean kept returning and noted that, quote, body linen was stiffened by his urine, end of quote. McBean was seen by his general practitioner, who referred him to Dr. William McIntyre, who noted severe bone pain and marked peripheral edema. Thinking of the possibility of nephrosis, McIntyre tested the urine for albumin. The standard test at that time was precipitating albumin by heating the urine just below the boiling point and then allowing it to cool down. Addition of nitric acid to the urine also precipitated albumin. McIntyre was able to detect albumin by heating the sample of beans' urine to just below the boiling point. However, with the addition of nitric acid to the urine, no immediate precipitation occurred. On the contrary, turbid urine became instantly clear for an hour after which it formed a firm yellow substance. This material redissolved when heated. McIntyre sent a sample of McBean's urine to Henry Benz Jones, a chemical pathologist at St. George's Hospital in London. Interestingly, the patient's general practitioner, a Dr. Thomas Watson, had independently submitted another urine sample also to Henry Benz Jones for analysis, which may have said something about the general practitioner and the consultant's relationship with each other. No more about that. Benz Jones confirmed the observations of McIntyre, and after a series of further experiments, Benz Jones deduced his physical properties and determined that it was different from albumin. Thomas Alexander McBean passed away, and his autopsy showed how soft and brittle his ribs were to the extent that, quote, the osseous ribs crumbled under the heel of the scalpel, end of quote. Although many people were aware of Bright's work correlating edema, albuminuria, and disease kidney, the autopsy indicated, quote, Atrophy from albuminuria. The life of Bence Jones was interesting, as most are. He was born on December 31, 1813, to Matilda Bence and Lieutenant Colonel William Jones, hence the name Bence Jones, without initially a hyphen. The Bence family was related to John Winthrop, the first governor of Connecticut, and also the Bowdoins, including James Bowden the first president of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences. Through school, Henry became an outstanding cricketer, footballer, and racket player, becoming the best player in his school. He attended divinity lectures and obtained a certificate or ordination, but did not pursue a career in the church. Before obtaining his medical degree, he prepared medicines in the apothecary shop and then attended medical school at St. George's Hospital. That was the school founded by John Hunter, Edward Jenner, Thomas Young, and Henry Gray. Wow. During World War II, a thousand-pound bomb fell on the lecture theater of the medical school, but did not explode. Henry developed a practical knowledge of chemistry and began a systematic study of the chemical composition of urine in health and disease. Bence Jones thought that acquiring knowledge of chemistry or physics would serve students better than Latin or Greek. Jones would publish a series of medical articles on the sediment, uric acid, calcium oxalate, and the alkaline and earthy phosphates of urine, in which he became famous and was considered by many as the father of clinical chemistry. His patients included Charles Darwin, who Bence Jones, quote, this is from Darwin, quote, half-starved him to death, end of quote, Michael Faraday, T.H. Huxley, and a number of other leading lights. Henry helped establish the Hospital for Sick Children on Great Ormond Street and became secretary of the Royal Institution of Great Britain, providing research laboratories for Thomas Young. That's the Thomas Young of the double-slit experiment leading to quantum mechanics. Humphrey Davy, John Tyndall, and Braggs also were there. Quite an impressive lot. As chairman of the chemical section of the British Association for the Advancement of Science, he was the first physician to hold that prestigious position. He also interacted with Florence Nightingale, who said, quote, he was the best chemical doctor in London, end of quote. Henry Bence Jones married his second cousin, Lady Millicent Atchison, daughter of the Earl of Gosford, which was not unusual at that time, but although his cousin's interest was said to be somewhat rather low, she was encouraged by a family friend, Lady Byron, widow of the famous poet. Seems like all these people are linked. Thank goodness for influential friends. It could be argued that Henry Bence jones was the first father of clinical chemistry applying chemical laws to human diseases, developing the first biochemical cancer test, that is, proteinuria in myeloma, more than a 100 years before the discovery of CEA, or alpha-feta protein. Maybe nephrologists were there first. The term bence jones protein, again with no hyphen, appeared to be first used by Fleischer, in Erlangen, Germany, in 1880. He did not like his name Henry. Some have even suggested that the eponym be McIntyre Benz-Jones protein. Dr. Heptinstall really gets upset, as an Englishman, when a hyphen is placed between Benz and Jones, although it is said by some of Benz-Jones' friends that the Benz-Jones descendants added a hyphen about a half a century after his death for some reason. The reasons remain unclear to this reader. Reference books published during his lifetime enter him under Jones, as does the Royal College of Physicians. Henry Bence Jones had developed rheumatic disease when he was younger, and in 1873 he was struck by dropsy and died with congestive heart failure. His old and famous chemistry teacher, Dr. Leibig, died in the same year and their obituaries appeared alongside each other in Lancet. Interestingly, although Bince Jones' obituary described his work on renal stones and diabetes and TB of the kidney, as well as microscopic examination of the urine, there was no mention made of his papers on the unique urinary protein that bears his name. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com.